Hi, I'm Katie. And I'm Amy. And this is Monumental, a small show about the big things God does in the lives of ordinary people. Today we get to hear from Ilse van Hagen. Ilse is from Germany. Her husband, Jürgen, is a professor and pastor, and together they have spent time here in the U.S., and more specifically with our church, which is how we've gotten to get to know her. Yeah, today Ilsa's going to share with us how she came to faith, how her husband was called into the pastorate, and how she's adjusted to life as a pastor's wife. So the ministry has presented some unique challenges, and yet really sweet fellowship. As they have a ministry to immigrants in Germany, they're just a wonderful example of what it means to love people different from yourself. Yeah, I grew up uh, in a family. Um, my parents were not really believers. I mean, my father was a Catholic and he thought a lot about uh, the Lord, but uh, he never really came to uh, believe in, in Jesus. Mm-hmm. So we actually grew up going to church, but it never really meant a whole lot mm-hmm. to me. And I had uh, two siblings, uh, an older sister, younger mm-hmm. brother. My grandmother lived together with us in the same house, and yeah. uh, she was a believer, and she actually made us go to church. Oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but it yeah. never really meant a lot to me, and uh, the same actually um, with Jürgen. So yeah. he had spent years and years singing in a church choir, so he actually <laughs> went to church a lot, singing. <laughs> but, um, I mean, when we met in Bonn, uh-huh. when you both uh, studied, we never went to church there in Bonn right. together. You never went together? No, we never, um, neither one of us went to church at all during those times when we studied. Yeah, then uh, when when I went to, um, I had finished my medical school Mm -hmm. in uh, 87. Jung was also done with his PhD at that time. Mm -hmm. Uh, He said it would be good to spend some time in the U.S. So I agreed, not knowing what to expect. (laughs) (laughs) I agreed on staying here for one year. (laughs) And uh, all I was convinced of was that Americans uh, eat nothing but canned food and (laughs) chips (laughs) and drink a lot of Coke. (laughs) So I said, okay, uh, I can do this for one year. (laughs) And uh, I was pregnant at that time. So uh, I was six months pregnant with our first child. So we came here to Bloomington and... uh, um, first of all, we, um, we we got a car and went on a trip mm. going west because uh, this was my first time in the U.S. And right. wanted to see I've the never States. seen anything. Yeah. So we made it out west up to the eastern part of Utah. And it oh, was wow. beautiful. Oh, yes. Yeah. So you had your first child here? Yeah. And then what happened was once we came back uh, to Bloomington mm-hmm. after the trip, a lot of people actually asked us whether uh, we had a church to go mm. to. And it was kind of an embarrassing questions to us yeah. because we really didn't want to go. Oh, right. And uh, But then it happened, um, we went to the Bloomington Symphony. We both play uh-huh. instruments. And oh. uh, so doing one of these rehearsals, um, an old man came up to us and he told us, well, there's Grace Covenant Church and uh, you should really come and we see you. On Sunday at 10 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> so he actually That's made us you're come. You're kind of obligated to go <laughs> yeah, then, so right? Invite someone to church. We'll yeah. see you Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what it is. And uh, <laughs> at that time, um, Grace Covenant was a fairly small mm. church and very, very um, welcoming mm. church. So we really felt very uh, loved there. Mm. And uh, it was very good teaching too. So um, actually... 
uh, I went there only once mm -hmm. before I uh, went out to see a friend at the East Coast. So mm -hmm. uh, I was on a trip to see a, a German friend who had married an American oh. at the East Coast and I wanted to uh, get to know the husband. Yeah, <laughs> too. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and well, uh, we had a wonderful time there. And uh, on the day I was supposed to come back to uh -huh. Bloomington, uh, I had a water leakage of the amniotic fluid. Right. Oh. So um, before going to the airport, actually, we stopped briefly. In the hospital. <laughs> the hospital. <laughs> oh, my. And oh. they told me um, I wasn't aware <laughs> really what had happened <laughs> so uh, they told me you will stay here yeah you yeah. will have your child very soon <laughs> oh, wow. and wow. Uh, she was still uh, seven weeks uh, early, early. Oh, yeah. wow. so instead of Jürgen picking me up at the airport in Indy yeah he got on a flight and out there and it happened that uh, when he was in the airport that he uh, met one of the uh, congregation members Oh, wow. Well, we had been only once. Right. So, so they didn't really know us at all. I right, mean, uh, right. But he uh, told us, uh, I told Jürgen, we will pray for you for the mm. delivery. Mm. And Jürgen told me about it. And uh, I was so touched. I mean, I'd never heard mm. yeah. anybody praying for me. And yeah. that really made such a big difference. And mm. I saw people really live their faith. And yeah. it's, he just doesn't say it. He means it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that was very, very touching to me. And so we, we had our first little child mm. and Carolyn and she was really precious. She was very mm. small, mm -hmm. <laughs> tiny baby. She was four pounds and 10 ounces. Oh, yeah. wow. Did you both have to stay in the hospital for a while then? Um, yeah, I stayed for, uh, well, actually, um, uh, I could go during the day and see my friend. Right. So I went oh, in several yeah. times during the day. Uh, I pumped the milk and uh -huh. I could yeah. hold Carolyn and feed her yes. and so on. So yes. I couldn't actually stay there with her in right. the same hospital. Yeah. But, right. uh, I could see her and uh, she was doing really fine. So I was allowed to take her home after 10 days. Oh, oh wonderful. Oh, that's, that's, that's a great. short visit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so we went home and went, well, people from church actually heard that we were back right. home and Jung had been back to the church uh, while I was still hmm. uh, at the East Coast and yeah. uh, people really helped us in, a, oh, lot, yeah. a lot. And it was really overwhelming. I mean, we were not prepared to have the baby at that point. Right. So right. we basically had almost nothing. I mean, yeah. Yeah. hardly any clothes and yeah. no stroller, no bed, no nothing. Yeah. I mean, so, and, and also they came every night and brought us meals and oh, um, yeah. this was so neat and yeah. it was really very touching yeah and uh, also somebody had a baby shower for us oh, we had yeah. never heard of a baby shower, a shower before. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it yeah. doesn't exist in germany yeah it's a, <laughs> so it was so American sweet and thing. it helped us very yeah. much um, yeah oh, that's to really get everything for really the baby. The yeah and i mean to see all these loving caring yeah. people you're really and, seeing for the first time christian community yeah what that was. yeah really <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and it meant an, an awful lot to us. And yeah. So, yeah, we really felt so welcomed in this church and it, it became our family. Mm. And gradually we became believers. Mm. So we spent a lot of time with, with the people. People came up to see us at our house and talked about their faith mm. uh, to us. Mm. And uh, we joined Bible studies and the pastor came and so we, we became believers. Wow. That's, wow. So That's that really was neat. wonderful. So then how did you end up in ministry? Because I know, so Jürgen's a professor and still is, mm -hmm. but also now a pastor. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And you have a church. So how did you go from there to ministry? 
<laughs> he had become an, an elder in uh, well we went back to Germany right after right. four and a half years and uh, we you found a church over church there there yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, yeah and then we moved again to uh, to Bonn we oh. found a very good church actually mm. over there he oh, became sweet. an elder and oh, okay. uh, so eventually he was asked whether he would like to le to lead a congregation uh -huh. and become a pastor himself uh -huh. wow. so uh, to start a new church or no not a new church okay. actually it was a church that existed for about a hundred years uh -huh. but it, it turned out to be all elderly people right elderly german people actually mm -hmm. so between 70 and, and 95 basically wow, wow, yeah. <laughs> and many of them died actually um so this mm. happened like i don't know six five or six years ago right okay and there were also uh, some african people in there africans in the church, uh, at the church yeah who had uh, been in in germany for at least 10 years hmm. who spoke right fairly well right German. They adjusted okay. yeah fairly yeah. well to yeah so here i was uh, becoming a pastor's, pastor's wife, wife. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Was that intimidating to you? Yeah, it, yeah, it was yeah. kind of intimidating. First of yeah. uh, all, I didn't know really what was my task. Right. What, what could what I do? What does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? And yeah. um, but then actually quickly after that, it happened that uh, in the summer of 2015 mm -hmm. in the fall, this huge wave of refugees came into mm. our country, mm. and uh, they came also to this little church. Actually, mm. I mean, this was literally like a million people coming, coming in from in. from. Wow. Afghanistan, from Syria, from right. Iran, huh. and many, many from Africa. Wow! Actually, and they started seeking churches, or did you? Guys well, actually, they to go out and seek yeah, them. Yeah, they <laughs> left. Uh, they um, lived in a um, refugee home, mm -hmm. which was very close to our church, okay. and we heard about this. So um, we knew that they were all in uh, a lot of need. Yeah. So we, we went out there and uh, brought bags of uh, clothes yeah. to them and yeah. also food and singing and so on. And yeah. uh, so we spread out all the the clothes in, yeah. in the garden yeah. <laughs> in front of the house. So they came and uh, we got to talk to them and we invited them to church. Yeah. And um, many of the Africans actually They came. They to did church. come. Yeah, they they were believers, mm, okay. and they uh, were looking for a church. And um, I mean, these people had gone through so much hardship. Yeah. You mm. just cannot imagine. I mean, yeah. those who came to our church, um, they come from Cameroon, Nigeria, yeah. and Ghana, mm -hmm. wow. and they had made this long way from from their sure. home yeah. to to Libya, to the Mediterranean Sea, right. and there they got into these tiny boats, boats yeah, yeah like uh, inflatable boats yeah, with yeah. a motor mm -hmm. yeah with a little motor on them yeah mm -hmm. and i mean they were all crammed in these boats yeah. like uh, five many uh, five uh, times as much as they were What allowed they were to have yeah to, right. so they wow. were just it was awful if you see the boats packed. and uh, wow. usually what happens is they have gas only for like going for f three or four hours right. then they run out of gas and they... sometimes there's a, a boat wreck before actually this yeah. happens oh. people are uh, oh. drowning in the sea oh, and it, it's, it's really it's so it's awful, awful. Mm -hmm. and uh, so these were some of the stories they came with yeah they oh. came with. so they had people see dying in the sea yeah. and they themselves were picked up by by boats that came wow. from other boats from that Isl came Italy to or Germany or whatever like coming to help yeah, them yeah. and okay yeah. coming to pick them up wow. and uh, hmm. so they they made it actually to first to Italy and then um, a lot of them uh, want to come to Germany because they get more 
financial help and mm. at that time were actually more welcomed too mm. <laughs> that had happened to it uh, changed too actually yeah mm. so, so that they in their long journey it, they were setting out to go to germany mm-hmm. okay yeah okay because they knew that they were welcomed yeah and mm-hmm. had they have some assistance and help once they got yeah. there i mean some of them were sent from their families right because um so they, they picked like one of the sons or whatever right. to make it yep. <laughs> to germany because yep. uh, living in in their countries is so difficult mm-hmm. and they've um, i mean they're, they're so poor mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i mean they can hardly live there and uh, so we asked some of them uh, didn't you know about the dangers coming to right. to europe and they told us uh, i mean staying at home would have mean we would have would to be die worse. Yeah. Because of the poverty, and uh, right. wow. so there was at least a little chance to mm-hmm. to make it to Europe mm-hmm. and be able to work and send money home. Yep. That's what the fi- the yep. families expect yep. them to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But they ended up um, not since they are uh, from Africa mm-hmm. and not really, re- uh, I mean, asylum seekers. Right. Um, so the government actually didn't want them to stay. To stay. So they get like uh, permits to to stay for like two weeks and then mm. they have to go back into the city administration ask for another two weeks and so mm-hmm. on if they're oh, lucky it's may- sometimes maybe two months right but it's really difficult and um, they didn't get a work permit and right. uh, oh, and how do you find an employer to give you to employ, work yes, if you right? have only two weeks to stay right, and you don't right. know whether you get it extended yeah. over and over again right so it, it was Nobody really very hire you if they think yeah, you're leaving yeah. in two weeks yeah, yeah. Wow. So eventually some of them actually got a work permit and they do pretty well working on construction sites, mm-hmm. maybe getting up at five, four or five o'clock in the morning, which is really difficult for them. Yeah. I mean, they're not used to that. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah, yeah. But some of them, yeah, made make it really beautifully. So did some of them end up having to go back? Or? No, actually, it hadn't happened yet. But they never know. So they are in like in, in constant fear whether yeah. the uh, police will come up mm-hmm. at, n- at night. Usually yeah. when they do they something, come they come at, at night, night mm-hmm. pick you up. And mm-hmm. it has happened to one uh, that he was picked up at night, but uh, he had asked for asylum in, in a different country in oh. Europe. Yeah. Wow. And he hadn't stayed there long enough. So they sent him back actually to, the, from, from uh, to that country uh-huh. in order to stay until he was able to come to Germany. Oh, wow. But of course, when things like that happen, all the others are so afraid that something might happen to them. Right, yeah. And they are constantly told by the city administration, we don't want you. We want you to go back. Mm. Mm. And so they are always afraid uh, that they have to go back. Well, it sounds like a lot of them have some pretty traumatic um, experiences in getting there, um, which I know is... Nowadays, it well, it's all immigration's always been difficult. <laughs> now and in history, moving, you know, uprooting from your home country is usually born out of a great need, mm-hmm. war, escaping persecution. I mean, yeah. that's that's kind of the nature of immigration. For a lot of them, I'm sure they, at least when they first land in your city, that. They're kind of fragile. Is mm-hmm, that sure. probably yeah. accurate? Mm-hmm. Just in, I mean, they've left either their whole families behind and they're by themselves trying mm-hmm. to make it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes we have one who just left, he, uh, his wife had uh, died mm-hmm. in Africa. He mm-hmm. left the three children he had oh. with his sister right. and went all by himself. Wow. 
because he thought after a while mm. I can bring the kids to Germany oh, too. Right. Yeah. Right. But that hadn't worked out so far. Mm. How long has he been in Germany? Six years. Six years. Wow. Yeah. So he, he talks to his children sure. on the phone, but sure. uh, I mean, yeah, not the he same. hasn't <laughs> been back to see them. <clears throat> no. Yeah. No. Do you leave? He cannot. Risk. He cannot. Yeah. I mean, they come. They come without yeah. passports. Yeah. They can. Yeah. Cannot leave the country right. and go back. Wow. Yeah. There's no way. And wow. for, for some people, it's it's really stressful since uh, the families expect them to mm. earn money, send money to so Africa. Right. Yeah. And if they will be sent eventually back home, mm -hmm. their mission is a complete failure. Right. And this would be devastating for them. Yeah. They are the lifeline for their families yeah. Yeah. back home. And so... And I mean, they don't get much money from the welfare system, but they right. really try to uh, eat as little as they can and really try to, to save, as to much save money and wow. send it back home. Yeah. 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 So when we have a church get together, they really oh, eat they a lot. Eat a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the potlucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's a sweet, even that is you know, something as simple as food, but is a sweet blessing of the church that they can bring to them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why there's plenty. There's plenty of yeah. friendship and joy and food. And and everybody brings food. I mean, the elderly as well as the Africans. Right, right. right. And it's a nice mixture. So she oh, can I'm sure. Different things. So do the Germans <laughs> yeah, eat the yeah. African food and do the yeah. Africans eat the German yeah. food? They do. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> So these um, people that come into your church, are they then mostly individuals that are just representatives of their families back home? Um, or are there families now that you have in your church? Yeah, couples? it's both, actually. Okay. So there are quite a number of young men right. who are maybe 23 by now. Right. And uh, But there are also some um, families with okay. uh, young children. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. So that's oh. changed the dynamic of your church quite a, a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh -huh. was this something that your church, I mean, you knew these immigrants were coming in. Did you guys decide like, okay, they're going to be near our church. This is a ministry we need to yeah. take on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, since we have uh, some of these activists uh, <clears throat> who were in Germany already for 10 or 15 years, mm. uh, and they, they do speak uh, German pretty right. well, actually, uh, yeah. and they work. So they actually helped uh, the help other kind of Africans yeah, mm -hmm. oh, that's to neat. integrate yeah. too. Yeah. So everyone so. in the church was pretty like, yeah, we want to do this. This is Yeah, yeah. it was not, not everyone. I mean, it yeah. was difficult for the elderly people, yeah, That's of what course. I was going to ask. Was, and okay. yeah. uh, most of them do not speak English. Right. Some some do a little yeah. bit, but uh, so what we actually had we have uh, we have two services uh -huh. uh, each Sunday. Okay. One is in German, so all the Germans, right. of course, come to the early service, and then more and more Africans actually who uh, at least understand quite a bit of German, right. even if they don't speak much. Uh, stay in the early service uh -huh. and uh, we have all the scripture words put uh, on a beamer uh, uh -huh. and uh, translated into English right. and okay. also um, one of us uh, sits in the back and uh, translates the sermon. Wow. So, so the second service is in English. The second service yeah. is in English. We okay. we do have an African pastor uh -huh. now. So cool. um, he does yeah the service in English. Well, so even, you know, you just, you mentioned Ghana, Nigeria, even in these different African countries, there's even different languages that yeah, they but most probably of them, represent. Most of them speak English. Okay. Some okay. also speak French. Okay. Okay. And of course the local dialect, but we right. cannot help them. <laughs> we can't quite help with that. <laughs> so when you say we are back there translating, who is that? 
Is that you? That's either that's that's me. Um, also, uh, I have to admit that uh, Jung writes the sermon in English e. for me. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, when uh, one of these um, African ladies translates, she she actually can do it without having without the translation. Notes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. she's pretty good. Nice. That's German. a huge yeah. <laughs> So a do huge you blessing. go to both services? Uh, I actually um, go only to the first one um, because uh, this church uh, happened to be in my hometown. Mm. So up to the time my mom actually came to uh, move to the city where we live in, right, which is uh, an hour away, um, I always went uh, to see her. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since my uh, father had passed away right. a few years ago, and mm. so. Second service. It's very charismatic. Very charismatic. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, I have a hard time uh, understanding yeah. the pastor actually right. too. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's a lot of, of singing and dancing and yeah. uh, shouting to the Lord. Uh, <laughs> Jürgen does actually. He does stay. Uh, he stays for both. Yeah, for yeah. both. Yeah. So. Yeah. So um, I now had to find my role being a pastor's wife yeah. <laughs> yeah. among yeah. all the refugees and. Um, Yeah, I think what the Lord really told me, us, or told me was how, how I can try to, um, yeah, have the people come to church, feel, feel welcome, mm -hmm. feel, feel loved. Mm -hmm. We spent a lot of time with them. We had, after every service, we have like uh, a time of coffee and mm -hmm. cookies. And yeah. uh, then I get to talk to the, to the ladies and, mm -hmm. and the men and, uh, they come up with a lot of different things like letters that they get from city mm. administration and right. that they don't understand. Oh, yeah. So we have to translate a lot yeah. for them. And also we went numerous times to the city administrations together with them to right. have their uh, permit to stay extended. Yeah. And it really makes a lot of a difference if mm -hmm. a white person, yep. yeah. <laughs> a German, oh. a German is with them with yeah. them yes they are so much more friendly mm -hmm. and um, well especially when Jürgen goes and shows his business card with a doctor and it <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. makes a big difference it and, does. Uh, it does yeah so it's it's so that itself is a big, how they yeah. how they treat yeah. these africans i mean yeah. some are treated very nicely and well and um, and then they get a permit to stay for another six months mm -hmm. or even get a work permit and others just i mean it's, it's so so unfriendly yeah yeah, yeah. it's unheard of <laughs> yeah. so by the nature of their insecure status in mm -hmm. at whether they can stay or not or whatever i'm sure there's a lot of feeling of well we only have you know two weeks together maybe maybe not maybe <laughs> or mm -hmm. six months together so how does that affect how you all minister to them or disciple them i mean of course we we try to in, encourage them to learn the language mm. as much as they can but mm -hmm. it's often difficult and especially for the for the mothers it's very difficult yes. because there's yeah. no child care mm -hmm. Right. And uh, and uh, some of the men just don't get a permit for German class. So right. that's very difficult. Yeah. And then we also encourage them to ask for a job or to ask for an apprenticeship. Mm. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is the only way they can get yeah. a permit to stay. Right. If they yeah. have a permanent work, right. if they can sustain themselves, right. then and they eventually the probably... would be a big help. Yeah, that would be a big help too. Yeah. yeah. So I would guess there'd be a lot of conversations about just, well, the fear that they live yeah. in yeah. and trusting God with that. I so, mean, have yeah. these 
we prayed a lot for them in the service and mm, uh, yeah. and of course uh, individually too yeah. with them and, yeah. and at home for them. Yeah. Have you seen yeah. a lot of them really growing in faith? And yeah, yeah. we actually um, will have probably um, an elders' election coming mm -hmm. up soon, uh -huh. and we are thinking about uh, one of them to ask one of them whether he would yeah. serve oh, as wow. an elder. Oh, that's oh, neat. Yeah, that's very that's neat. very nice. Yeah. So um, it really is such a blending of. I know you have these two services, but <laughs> you now have this African pastor. You have Jurgen. You have now possibly elders that are coming from both sides. So this church is in like six years. Taken yeah. on a completely <laughs> different. I mean, really, it went from almost being like a dying church it right, was, yeah. to. That's like, why they actually had asked Jürgen yeah. to come in to try to somehow come up with ideas yeah. to revive <laughs> to the revive church. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, God had a. <laughs> had, had a plan. <laughs> yeah. So, is there much? co-fellowship between the two churches or are they pretty are the two services i mean i mean those no, two actually, groups of people um, what, what we have is uh, so uh, every sunday we have these two services and on the last sunday each mm -hmm. month we have a, a joint service oh, sweet. oh okay. so which is in both in both languages mm -hmm. basically so we That's, translate that, a lot yeah. is that more not as charismatic <laughs> yeah it's, it's not <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's funny. They all try to be a little understanding of one of another. each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're probably really good for each other. Yeah, yeah. You know? Actually, they, yeah. They, 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 there is a lot of connection uh, mm. between both sides. And uh, for instance, we had one one of the Africans. Uh, he had a stroke mm. uh, oh. at an early age, and uh, so um, once he was out of the hospital, he needed rights to go to physiotherapy. Right. And many of these elderly w ladies. Oh, they yeah. gave him a ride. Yeah. I mean, every other day. I mean, that was really was sweet. Intense. That's yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Because uh, they were hardly able to talk to them. No? Right. Yeah, but right. they really made a commitment. That's I give you a ride, and, and then I way. wait and give. Isn't that the bring amazing you back and, thing? Uh, so yeah. yeah, these little things that really make a difference. Yeah, yeah. 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 And others um, that are in Germany already for a more extended time, um, they came and took care of our old ladies mm. sometimes. So mm. that was really nice. So they just visited them. and yeah. The Africans um, did? The Africans yeah, did. Yeah, that's yeah. neat. Yeah. This is wow. the extension of relationship and friendship and mm -hmm. care and love. Yeah. And especially when you're... Um, an immigrant, which you even got a little bit of a taste of when you came yeah, here. Yeah. Uh -huh. So you you kind of can relate to yeah, them. Exactly. Yeah. That you're in this mm -hmm. needy place. Mm -hmm. You know, your baby's yeah. in the hospital prematurely. You're in a country you don't know. And God just kind of gives you exactly what you need yeah, through yeah. these people. Exactly. It's like God yeah, uses it. your experience yes. here. Exactly. In the States Although, to I mean, you. it was so much easier for us. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, right. Sure. Having a you job had, and uh, yeah. not ha having to fear to leave to the right, country. Right. Yeah. You know. I yes. mean, yeah. yeah. But uh, you can relate to this. So I, I really wanted to make a point to yeah make these people welcome and yeah. uh, help them out and as much as I can. And then we also have um, like get-togethers in um, on Sundays wow. uh, on on uh, Saturday afternoons 
yeah. not not on every Saturday, but uh, like uh, once a month, we have like a, a game afternoon yeah. where oh. they can just come in. Come. We also hope uh, we um, have uh, lots of invitations mm. that during the week uh, we put in the mailboxes all around the church. Oh, nice. <laughs> so we hope eventually some Germans, younger Germans, yeah, will come too. Join. But yeah. um, it has been really difficult to get mm. them in. Mm. Sometimes there's somebody or a family showing up and then they come only once for this game afternoon and they don't <laughs> come to church and so that's a kind of your relaxing time yeah. for the africans and uh, they they don't know any board games <laughs> not even not even the children i mean, yeah. I mean the children yeah. they they um they play soccer yeah yeah or they have their smartphones and uh, <laughs> oh wow this is awful i i hate this so yeah. i really try to teach them some some board, board games, games. Right. yeah or do some artworks uh, oh, do they like it the, yeah they do oh they do. yeah they enjoy that how much. many kids are there oh there are tons of kids oh. actually um i mean compared to the size of <laughs> right right of the church we have mm -hmm. uh, like 50 members in at the church and uh, mm -hmm. there are now at least 25 children maybe. Wow. that's half wow yeah, <laughs> yeah. all that's ages great. and now um i really uh, try to teach them more or less every sunday uh, sunday school oh, right good. but it's very difficult because you have yes. kids like from age age one to ten yeah it's and a big range we have very little space and mm. the room mm. there's is very small It's, I mean, it's such a yeah. <laughs> different crowd of kids. Yeah, so many different ages. It's and do you you do that in German or yeah, English? I do that in, in German. German. I mean, the they, children, they do well. Yeah, they go to kindergarten, they yeah. go to school. So they speak German, German among themselves, right? Yeah. yeah. So okay. they actually often have to translate for, for the parents. their parents. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. They do very well in German. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah, but it's nice, and uh, I mean, you see, uh, the re people really seem to love it, and yeah. uh, they feel welcomed and. That's what I wanted to, to show. So what's been the greatest maybe challenge to ministering to immigrants and to having this blend of a church? They have different needs, like uh, when you think of a, of a uh, service. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's hard to combine these uh, very different cultures. Mm. I mean, I, I've seen in the other service, in the African service, they can just go on for hours, hours. and hours yeah. singing. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you could not do this to the German. Yeah. Right, right, right. Germans have their schedules. Yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah, that's true. That's very true. And um, not all of the uh, German ladies actually come to the joint service because right. they know it's it's different. It's and, a little um, longer yeah. than they... It's getting better, but um, yeah, it's just... Uh, a lot of cultural yeah differences right. yeah. <laughs> makes sense yeah mm -hmm. makes sense yeah it is neat to hear though how it seems like they've both been able to see have compassion for one another yeah as they that's true sort of mm -hmm. seen their struggles their mm -hmm. weaknesses mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. need yeah. for help and it sounds like god has used this for both of these different, yeah. very different groups yeah. of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. To mm -hmm. be softened towards one another mm -hmm. and uh -huh. to grow in just Christian love and community mm -hmm. amongst such very different cultures. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm just sitting here thinking like, okay, how can all this translate over to us here in America? You know, I mean, yeah. we have immigration mm -hmm. here too, you yes. know. Mm -hmm. um, But what what our, what can be our takeaway, you know, from this? And yeah. I just think there's always people around us who are different from mm -hmm. us mm -hmm. and from our preferences, you know. <laughs> Maybe just differentiating between what our preferences are and like 
and what where the, where hard yeah. lines actually should be drawn kind of thing yeah, yeah. but to be open to loving people who are different than mm-hmm. us and to be willing to get out of our you know mm-hmm. our comfort zones yes, and right, yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean but little things really like coming on time mm. this is such a big thing uh-huh. i mean uh, yeah. the, the german ladies really want to start their service at 10 yep. o'clock <laughs> and then i mean if you if you come into the church at 10 o'clock they are the germans And there's maybe one or two of the Africans. Yeah. And we are. Uh, we also have a um, piano player who's a, a young man. He goes to a Bible study, a Bible uh, seminar. Uh-huh. And um, he's very good uh, with playing the piano. Uh-huh. And he he comes every Sunday, mm-hmm. but not at 10 o'clock. <laughs> so, and this can drive these old ladies crazy. Right. <laughs> it starts like 10 minutes past or even... 15 or yes. 20 minutes past because this guy hasn't shown up yeah yes. and then during the service more and more people come in yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know um yeah this is i mean for africans they are not just not used to right yeah. being punctual being punctual yeah. yeah each year i practice the christmas play with uh, the kids yes. oh yeah and that's the same issue yeah. because we have only very limited time <laughs> yeah. in between oh, the yeah. two services oh, wow. where we can right. practice And then these kids don't show up. <laughs> But of course, they all want to have the main role, <laughs> you know, and that can drive you crazy. Yeah. And discipline uh, in general. I mean, having uh, yeah. the children disciplined. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. they can be so loud and just yeah. do what they want and shouting and, yeah. you know, yeah. that, that's difficult too. We have yeah. to teach the women yeah. how to deal yeah. with the children. And, yeah. um, so... There's probably an element in which, you know, they're coming into Germany. And so an element in which they need to learn some German culture and be respectful mm-hmm. of that, right? Mm-hmm. But then particularly the church also being understanding that they've come from a very <clears throat> right. different culture and just... Yeah, it just all takes time. Yeah. yeah. You have to be patient with it, each yeah. other. Yeah. So how has this impacted you spiritually your walk with god i mean you were a little bit nervous about being a pastor's wife so this was uh, kind of like jumping in the deep end again yeah, yeah, right? yeah, <laughs> well i see how, how much uh, the lord has blessed us as a family and mm. uh, coming to christ and uh, being part of the christian family and mm. uh, so um I really can hope I can give back to those families and um, yeah, let them know how much we love them and that they are the Christian sisters and brothers mm-hmm. to us, no matter where they come from. So I really try to do as much as I can mm-hmm. to help them. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm glad I've, I've found something that I really can do and yeah. offer them. And well, and it's I just think it's neat that you you had that in a way demonstrated for you, which is in part what led you to faith. Mm-hmm. You know, to yeah. have this. To be in a different country and have a Christian community come wrap their arms around you, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. and show you that yeah. kind of love at a time that was hard, difficult for you, then you were able to take that, you know, to your own country and do the same for others. Mm-hmm. And that's what Christian community is. And it doesn't matter, you know, what country or what culture. There's a, a bond in Christ that we all have. That's yeah. you're right. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As Christians, you know, the scripture is full of talking about caring for the orphan, the widow, mm-hmm. and yeah. the sojourner, mm-hmm. or the stranger among you. Yeah, I mean, I, I try to um, let them know uh, 
to how many difficulties these people mm. had gone and how much they deserve our our love and yeah. uh, and how um, how the Lord has been good to us and mm. uh, he has done so much for us and we have such a comfortable life and uh, so we ought to give something back from uh, these experiences mm. the love that we received from the Lord to give it back to to those people yeah. mm. Monumental is hosted by Katie Walker and Amy Molina. It is produced and edited by Katie Walker, and it is executive produced by Nathan Alberson and Jake Mensel. If you like the show, please don't forget to rate and review in the app of your choice. And if you're interested in more great content, including articles and other podcasts, please visit warhornmedia.com.